Hey, beautiful people. It's Christy Dole with When Hustle Meets Flow, the podcast. I'm really excited for this week's topic. I'm going to get right into it. Um, I named this episode, What to Do When Drama Comes Looking for You. And I think this is something that every human on the planet has to deal with. And so I really wanted to come in with some real tangible things to do when you're in the midst of you know, a moment that is bringing you anxiousness or anger or, you know, any of those low vibration feelings. So I want to start this episode off by just saying that if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you are somebody who is into personal growth, who you're either just starting your journey or you're on your journey of really creating who you are, which is such a beautiful place to be. I talk a lot about the ego and boundaries and you know mindset and all those things. So this episode is for you. It's for the person that is really committed to being their best version. And so this episode is really what to do when drama comes looking for you. So when I say drama, I mean anything in your life that is causing a disruption with your mental state. I'm talking about anything that brings you stress, anxiety. I'm talking about anything that just takes you out of alignment. And you'll know it because if you're working on yourself and you have daily habits and practices to show up in the world in a way, and then all of a sudden something happens that takes you out of that, you'll know because you'll be consumed with mind chatter and wondering what to do and how do you, you know, all the things. And so I wanted to create an episode for you guys, because we are the people walking this planet that are consciously and on purpose trying to be a better version of ourselves. So drama is, you know, drama happens everywhere. No one is immune to it. So I wanted to give you guys some real tangible tips for how to deal with it. So the first thing that you want to do is you really want to ask yourself, okay, so imagine you're just living your life and all of a sudden this thing happens and it can be anything, right? I'm not talking about just with friendships, but of course with friendships, neighbors, family, your work, um, your, your community, your church, drama can happen anywhere, anytime, right? And it can be, it doesn't even have to be around people. It can be around circumstances, like something happens that just completely takes you out of alignment, right? So the first thing you want to do when this thing happens and all of a sudden you're activated and you'll know you're activated because there's a lot more mind chatter going on. Um, you might start to feel those feelings of anger or of resentment. Um, you know, anything that steals your peace is what we're talking about here. So what you want to do, the first thing, is really remember what you're committed to. So again, I'm talking to the people that are consciously creating who they want to show up as, okay? This is this is the person that is, you know, has a morning practice or has some sort of a practice during the day. Um, you have habits that you're committed to to help you create this version of yourself. You're reading books, you're doing podcasts, you're, you know, you're doing the work. You're in the thick of doing the work. So the question you want to ask yourself is what am I committed to? What is the work that I've been doing? What who am I trying to cultivate? Because what very easily happens, it's human nature, is when we are activated, when we're triggered, when our ego starts to to get riled up, we immediately 
return back to our old patterns, right? And most of our old patterns are just coming from that unconscious space of, oh, I want to, you know, yell at this person. I want to, you know, (laughs) write a mean text or I want to, you know, I don't know, talk bad about them. Like whatever your go-to was, that's going to be activated in you. So before you do the thing that you used to do, you want to just simply stop and ask yourself, what am I committed to? I'm committed to growth. I'm committed to peace. I'm committed to being the bigger person. I'm committed to um, self-love. I'm committed to being confident. You know, maybe you're somebody who was a people pleaser and now you're trying to focus more on honoring yourself. That's the thing that you're committed to, right? So you have to just decide, what am I committed to? What have I been doing all this work for? And then the second piece with that is then looking at this situation that just came to you instead of resisting it, like, oh, why is this happening? I was in such a good place and now I'm not and all those things. Now you want to look at it like, okay, this is a test, right? Guys, the only, if you've been doing so much work on yourself, the only way to know how far you've come is to be tested. That's it. Because reading books and listening to podcasts and journaling in the morning and meditating and practicing yoga and blah, 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 affirmations, all that stuff is so important, but that's not actually where you change. Change only happens in the moments where you're given the opportunity to make a new choice. And I know this is so hard for a lot, a lot of people, but change only happens in those moments where you have the opportunity to change. So if something happens, a drama comes looking for you and your old way that you're trying to, you know, evolve out of was to fight back and retaliate and whatever. Now you pause, you decide what you're committed to, and you actually look at the situation as an opportunity to see how far you've come. So we're going to take this thing that was negative and we're going to flip it on its head. And it's actually for you. This is how life is always happening for you, right? So that's step one. Remember what you're committed to. And the second part of that step is to, is to then look at this situation as an opportunity, as a test. Second step is to acknowledge that your ego is activated. Okay. So drama has entered your life. Now you've got this ego chatter happening. And a lot of times it's going to sound like what you want to say and what you wish you could say and how dare they and how could he and how could she and it's all that kind of stuff, right? So this is the point where we have to remind ourselves that our ego is here to simply keep us safe. That's it. The ego was designed to keep us safe. Now with that said, The ego is really a big topic right now in the personal growth space. People are becoming really aware of it. They're understanding what it is. And I think what's happening with a lot of people, especially a lot of my clients and people in my community, and I think this is so normal and completely understandable, but you start to become aware that there's this voice in your head that is essentially causing a lot of the suffering in your life. And so what I've seen happen is people are like, they get pissed at their ego. They're like mad at it. They're like, oh, I just hate it. I wish it would go away. Why won't it shut up? And so while that's understandable, I want you to take a step further and realize that your ego is a part of you. 
it's just a part of you. It's, it's like your arm or your leg. It's, it's a part of you. And I teach self-love, right? So we have to love every part of us. So instead of resisting the ego and like being like, oh God, there's my stupid ego again. You know, I'm the worst. Why can't my ego just shut up? Which then we get into this, this loop. We get into this loop of criticizing ourselves for having an ego, which is just insane, guys, because our ego is simply a part of us. Every single human on the planet has one. Um, so instead of doing that, and I just recently heard this and I loved it, and I actually, I've been doing it ever since and it works, is you talk to your ego like it's your BFF. So, and, and actually a really cool thing to do is to give your ego a name, a different name than yours. Um, because it helps you separate it. And I would give it a name that you like, because I really encourage you guys to think of your ego as your best friend, your best friend that always has your back, your best friend that just wants to see you do well, your best friend that does not tolerate anyone or anything disrupting your peace. That's really how we want to start looking at our ego. So now in the second step, you're going to notice that your ego is activated and she's in there, you know, talking about, Oh, how could she? And how could they? And I would let, we should say this and we should say that. And, Oh, this is probably happening. And like all the stories, right? So then what you want to do is start to talk to your ego, like your best friend. And you're just like, Hey, ego girl, I hear you. I I'm so happy that you have my back. I love you so much for wanting to make sure that I'm safe and that I don't look bad or or I'm not hurt or whatever. But listen, right now, that's not where I want to go. That's not who I'm deciding to be. I'm in my higher self is driving the bus right now, ego. This is literally a conversation I had with my ego earlier today on my bike ride. I was like, ego, I totally appreciate you. I know you want to make sure that I don't look bad, but everything is okay. I am safe. And my higher self is the person that's going to get us to the life we dream of. So just, I got you sit down, settle down. You know, I don't want to hear your voice right now. Basically, that's what you kind of, that's the conversation you want to have something around that end, but you want to acknowledge that the ego is there to keep you safe. And you just kind of want to be like, girl, I got you just settle down. We're, we're not going to do the thing we normally do. We're going to take a different route and see how that goes. Okay. So you just want to sort of, and I'm telling you, if you do this, you can either journal on it. You can have a conversation out loud. You can have one in your head, but I'm telling you, if you really do this, you will notice that the chatter starts to slow down and it starts to get more and more quiet because it was heard. And that's all the ego wants is to just be heard and and understood. So that's the second step. Talk to your ego like she's your BFF. Let her know that you are in control. The third thing that you want to do now, and this is going to be different for any every situation because drama shows up in all forms, right? It can show up in something happening with your family, you know, 3,000 miles away. It could be something that's going on with your boss that has nothing to do with you, but now you know about it and it's making you feel bad. Like, you know, it can happen with friend, friendships. There's just so many scenarios. So you just sort of have to apply this as the scenario comes up. And the, and the third step is this, you decide how much explaining and or storytelling you want to be a part of. So 
what that means is everyone is really working from their ego in life, honestly. So if you're doing this work, if you're actually choosing to listen to your higher self versus your ego, you are honestly part of like two or 3% of the world that is doing that. Okay. So with that said, most everyone is working from their ego. And what that means is the ego loves to tell stories. The ego loves to hear explanations. The ego feels the need to explain themselves. Um, the ego needs to hear the whole story and, and the, this and the, that. Okay. But like I said, my audience, you guys, we are, we are working hard to be more in our higher self than our ego. So with that said, just decide how much explaining you want to do, how much explaining you need to hear and how much storytelling you want to partake in. I'm just going to tell you guys for me to keep my peace. I'm not interested in any stories and I'm not interested in explaining myself or having anyone explain themselves to me because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And again, it just depends on the situation. Like if this was a situation with my mom, then yes, I, I want to hear her out and I want her to hear me out because that is a relationship that I love and care about. Right. But if it's something to do with, you know, somebody that I don't know that well, or, or the drama doesn't even have to do with me. Maybe it's something to do with like my boss and, and her and her boss or something. And it has nothing to do with me. All storytelling and explaining, all that does is just feed the fire. That's all it does. And there is a lot of power in not feeling like you need to explain yourself to people. There is so much power in that. If you know your truth, if you know your story, and the people involved, you know, you have kind of like a it doesn't really matter vibe, then there is so much power in not needing to explain yourself. And there's so much peace in not needing to know the story. Okay, guys, because remember, stories really come from the ego. So when you're engaging in that storytelling, when you're engaging and listening to the story, you really are, you know, feeding the ego. The ego loves that. So again, it comes back to steps one and two. Who are you committed to being? How are you committed to showing up? And, you know, are you letting your ego run the show right now? So again, deciding how much explaining and storytelling you're going to get involved in, step three. Step number four is now you get to decide and create space and boundaries between you, the story, the situation, the people, the circumstance. You can create space, as much space as you want, as much space as you need. And you want to do this from a loving, compassionate place. We don't want to do this from a, like narcissists will engage in stonewalling or, um, I don't know the word for it, but it's like where they just won't talk to you. They, they just, um, there's like a word for it, but you don't want to do that. Okay. Because we don't want to engage in toxic, hurtful behavior. So you don't want to just like, you know, create space with someone by you know not talking to them with the attempt to hurt them. No, what I'm talking about is creating space and boundaries for yourself. It's creating the space so that you can have peace for yourself, creating the boundaries so that you know that your space and your energy and your thoughts are all protected, right? They're all um, in, a, in a space where you feel 
um, safe and like, you know, you're not going to be inundated with more drama. Okay. So that's going to look different for everybody and everything. But if you've had a falling out, if you've had a fight, if something happened with say another individual and you are doing all the steps and you feel like you just need space before you have a conversation with this person, you are entitled to take that. Okay. But just make sure that the intention behind it isn't to like hurt this person or make them feel um, like they're wondering or guessing, but it's really for you because your intention really carries a lot of energy. And then you can create boundaries. Um, You can create boundaries in any way that you want. Maybe you don't spend time with these people. Maybe you, you know, you get to create boundaries, physical boundaries. You get to create boundaries on your social media. You get to create boundaries in how much you think about it and talk about it. That's another thing. Maybe your spouse or a friend or someone wants to hear the drama, right? You get to create boundaries around that. Actually, I'm not going to talk about that right now. It's not a conversation I want to have. You are entitled to do that, you guys, okay? And then the last thing that you want to do is offer grace for everyone and everything in the situation, including yourself. Because these steps are hard, guys. When we're, when we've been when we've been reacting and living from our ego our whole life, and then all of a sudden we're now becoming awake to it and aware to it, and now something happens, it's really hard to choose the higher self path. It's very, it requires a lot of um, determination and courage because a lot of times you can feel like the person is winning, or you can feel like a doormat, or you can feel like, I have to explain myself or else I'm going to look bad, right? Those are all really normal things, but they all come from the ego. So if you're working to step more into your higher self and not so much from the ego, giving yourself grace for those moments where you might slip is really important because the last thing we want to do is now engage in a cycle where we are condemning ourselves and making ourselves wrong for just being human, right? And remember, this was a test. This was an opportunity to see how far you've come. So give yourself grace and give yourself props for how much of this you actually engage in. Maybe somebody sent you something, maybe you heard something and normally you would go and attack and fight and want to find out and defend yourself. And now you've actually taken a day to just be with yourself and to create that space. Give yourself grace, dude. Give yourself props. That's huge. Most people are just simply reacting. If we are being conscious of how we want to show up, There's nothing more powerful than that. And one of the things I'm learning real time right now, and I'm actually teaching to my clients right now, is to celebrate your wins. Celebrate your wins, however that looks for you. I I have a client that when she does something like awesome, that is, for in her eyes, it's not like a big thing. But to me, I'm like, wow, you that is a shift you just made. I always ask her, how are you going to celebrate? And sometimes she just goes and buys herself an ice cream. And I'm like, good, because that's a treat. And when you do that, I want you to say, I'm having this ice cream because I made a hard, I did a hard thing and I'm growing. And so give yourself grace, but also celebrate how far you have come. And the next time, 
drama comes looking for you. It's another opportunity for you to build on that building block, that stepping stone that you just created this time. So guys, I really hope that this was helpful. I'm going to go through the steps one more time. Um, step one, okay, dramas come looking for you. All of a sudden, drama is here at your doorstep. Step one, remember what you're committed to and welcome this drama as a test, as an opportunity to see how far you've come. That's how you turn it on its head and make it for you. Instead of, why is this happening to me? Now it's like, man, this is cool that it's happening for me. Step two, talk to your ego like she's your BFF and let her know that you are in control and make sure you let her know how much you appreciate her and love her. So important. Step number three, decide how much explaining and storytelling you're going to get involved in and stick to it truly. Step number four, create space and boundaries between you, the people, the circumstances, the, the chatter, the, the Facebook, the, the text, like whatever, the conversation, you have to create the space and the boundaries. And then step five is to give grace to the people involved. Everybody's doing their best. There are no you know, bad humans out there. Really, everyone's doing their best. They're just operating from the level that they are operating at. And then celebrate how far you have come. Because if you are even aware of any of the things I told you while you're in the midst of drama, girl, you are growing. You are growing and I am proud of you and I see you. So I hope you guys got some good stuff from here. As always, please share this on your social. Tag me. I love seeing this. In fact, I am looking for some testimonials right now. So if you have listened to this podcast or any podcast and gotten some value from it, I would love to receive an email from you that I can add to my testimonials. Um, my email is just when hustle meets flow at gmail.com. We are very sophisticated over here at when hustle meets flow. Um, yeah. So anyways, I'll see you guys next week. Last thing I do want to say is right now, and I will link this in the show comments. I am creating a course. Um, actually it's not a course. It's more of a masterclass. It's just a one-time masterclass all about resetting your vision, resetting your goals, and taking this new normal that we are all living in right now and using it to work for us as we walk into the next half of this year. There's six months left of this year. There's so much time to really do some epic shit. And I'm going to be doing um, a masterclass. It's $20.20. You can enroll here or go to my website or go to my Instagram, any of uh, my places to sign up. All right, guys, I will see you next week.